Hey there, Brenda. It's Carol. Exactly. So which leg are we operating on? You mean arm. It's all connected. Asking the right question can greatly impact your future. Are you sure you're an orthopedist? Actually, I'm a Sagittarius. Especially when it comes to your finances. Do you have a question? Are you a certified financial planner? Yes, I'm a CFP professional. CFP professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. When I found out I was going to be a parent, I immediately felt a lot of anxiety and worry. So I went on to BetterHelp to try to look for a therapist to help me with that. My relationship with my family and with my boyfriend and with myself were suffering. I really needed help. I was ruminating a lot. Really getting those thoughts out to a therapist and getting feedback was just life-changing. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. Today's episode is double length. It's a holiday gift to myself and to everyone out there who does sales by email. For me, it's a rant. And if you're an email salesperson, for you, it'll be painful, but ultimately useful. And if you're not, you'll find this amusing kind of the same voyeuristic way that you find Evil Dead 3 amusing. Incoming sales emails. I just love incoming sales emails. Last night, I wasted a full hour going through my Get It Done Guy inbox and my personal website inbox, reading offer after offer after offer for SEO services, for helpful content that I can redistribute to my audience on behalf of some generous author, for requests for free content that someone else can provide to their customers but I get to write, and also for custom content writing services for people who want to write for me. Wow, if you or someone you love sends out this kind of email, put on your flame-retardant jacket. Sit down in a comfortable chair where you aren't operating heavy machinery, and make sure that your therapist is on speed dial for when you're done listening to this episode because it's gonna hurt. And do definitely keep listening. I wasted my evening going through your email to no benefit of my own. Now you get to spend quality time listening to my thoughts in return. And you know what? If you really listen, you actually will benefit. So here are the mistakes that you're making and how to fix them. Tighten your seatbelts and flame frickin' on. Mistake number one, not realizing that you are a commodity. First of all, you need to know something about the world. You use email sales because it's virtually free for you. Well, guess what? It's also free for all of your competitors. You are not the only SEO, website design, or custom content proposal your prospect has received today. You're the 9,417th, and there is nothing, nothing, nothing in your email that says that you're any better, smarter, or more successful than the others. You could vanish off the face of the earth, and all that your prospects would do is breathe a sigh of relief. To them, you are at best another carbon copy service, and at worst, a blight on their day, a waste of their precious life energy, and convenient zombie food for the rapidly approaching post-apocalyptic dystopian zombie future. And by the way, you know how you provide a link to a valuable article as a favor to this person you've never met? Don't bother. In 2004, maybe an article was valuable. Now we're drowning in content, most of it repetitive drivel. Your insights are not insightful. Your article is not art. You write an obvious form letter and you want us to believe that your recommended article will be valuable? L-O-L. You've already demonstrated that you don't know what value is. You are living on another planet, my friend, a planet that is scary and dangerous and occupied by one-eyed green monsters who ooze slime. Do not get slimed. 
It's 2016. Generic recycled pablum content is not valuable. And here's a hint. Every single thing I have ever seen shared on LinkedIn is generic recycled pablum content. So if you are going to make the awful mistake of giving someone helpful articles, at least go somewhere original to get your valuable content. Did you hear the air quotes? Because there were air quotes there. Mistake number two, using form letters. You have to earn the right to make a recommendation to a prospect. Why? Because your prospect is flooded with content and offers. They don't have the time or the inclination to read or respond to your email. People are very good at knowing when they're getting a form letter. And of course, by people, I mean me. Earn the right to their attention by showing that you have put in effort on your end, that you have put in time on your end, that you have put in your irreplaceable life energy. Learn who they are and customize your efforts. But that takes work, I hear you cry. Yes, it does. That's why you get paid. It's easy to send out 10,000 email messages to a rented list, and all 10,000 of those people know that you value them at roughly zero. It's hard to customize an email pitch to 100 prospects. But if you send out 100 inquiries showing that you understand someone's business, you will get their attention, because no one does that. As longtime listeners know, Intern MG sent a handwritten, carefully thought-out apology note on fine stationery, and he made a huge impression that saved a relationship. People respond to personal attention. Mistake number three is knowing nothing about your prospect. If you're talking about SEO services that are priced in the thousands of dollars, it really is worth your time to try a focused, higher-touch prospecting service. I get pitches for documentary films about pet lizard tattoos for Cambodian refugees. Really? Really? My podcast is about personal productivity. My business website is about living an extraordinary life. The only use I have for a pet lizard is to put it in an enlargement ray, let it starve for a few weeks, and then sick it on the person who sent me that completely inappropriate pitch. But you want to know what pitch works? A pitch that says, I have a great app that helps people manage to-do lists the way that you recommend in episode 243. It runs on every platform, so your entire audience will find it valuable. Would you consider taking a look? Now, that person made it clear they know my topic area. They know me. They know my specific episodes, and they know that my audience comprises all platforms. I rarely recommend paid products, but sometimes I do. So in this case, I would take a look. Is this a lot of work? You bet. But that's the cost of getting your prospect's attention because so many other email salespeople have wasted your prospect's attention. Mistake number four, not providing value immediately. And this is a special note for SEO providers. You know that software that finds SEO errors on someone's website, and then you use it to send out messages saying, your website isn't optimized and isn't ranking for the important keywords. Well, guess what? Your competitors also use that same software, all 9,417 of them. Don't send a message saying you don't rank for your desired keywords. That sounds like a form letter, because it is. Give enough value so that I know you're not one of the 9,417 form letter sending drones. Here's the message that would get someone's attention. Based on looking at your site, you probably want to rank for keywords cute cat pictures, adorable puppies, and grade D school lunch meat. If you optimize your what to do when fluffy dies.html page for these keywords, we believe that you could get a 13% boost in qualified leads for both your taxidermy and your school lunch meat preparation services. We're willing to make your fee partially contingent on that very result. Now, in this case, you're not sending a vague form letter. You are actually giving an example of the value that you would provide and supporting that claim with specifics. And by the way, if you're planning on pitching me on SEO services and you tell me that I'm not ranking for the keywords that I'm trying for, I will let you know that I have number one ranking for at least two different Google keywords. 
so you better know your stuff before you pitch me. Speaking of which, mistake number five is botching the basics. Because amusingly, I have never received an offer of custom content writing that was written in full grammatical English sentences. If you aren't a native speaker of your prospect's language, hire someone who is and who knows how to copy edit so that they can edit your letter, telling me that you write good so I should hire you for top content that is audience happy is not going to impress me. Sending a cover letter in my language and my style is going to get my attention pronto. And by the way, if you can take an outline from me and produce an article written in my writing style, either my business style or my get it done guy style, I want to know you. Pitch me now. Mistake number six, using the wrong communication channel. Let's get something clear. Just you and me. When someone puts a contact me if you want to hire me email address on their website, that is actually not a request to opt in to your email list. In fact, it's exactly the opposite. Their contact info is there so that you can buy from them. If you're not writing to buy something from them, you are completely wasting their time and yours. So don't be surprised when they ask for your credit card number to compensate them for the time they wasted reading an inappropriate sales pitch from someone who doesn't understand what a web form is for. Don't be that inappropriate person. Sending a sales pitch to someone else's sales email address is rude, inconsiderate, and frankly makes you look like a total nincompoop. Emphasis on the poop. If you want to contact someone from their website, look for a press inquiries or a corporate contact number. And then do the work to find out who the right person is at that organization and contact the organization through that person. Ah, oh, is that a lot of work? Yes, that's why you get paid. And also, it might make a good impression. Sending a sales pitch to an inbound sales email just makes you look clueless. Clueless worked great for Alicia Silverstone's career, but you're not as pretty as she is, nor are you as good an actor. Mistake number seven, using the wrong name. My name is Stever. That's Steve with an R on the end. Now, I understand that someone might not realize that. After all, it's only in my domain name, my email address, my Facebook page, my Twitter feed, 435 episode sign-ons, 435 episode epilogues, my book cover, my Amazon author profile, my LinkedIn profile, my Harvard Business School working knowledge articles, and my ABC News Now, CNN, Newsweek, and MSNBC appearances, not to mention Wall Street Journal and Investors Business Daily. So, I can see how someone might miss that. Sending me an email that starts Dear Steve just won't work. If you want to convince someone that you can do a good job, but you can't even get their name right, you're not going to convince them that you'll be able to do anything else well at all. Mistake number eight, treating your prospect like the commodity that you are. When you're making a request that somebody share your content with their audience, you're asking for access to their audience and you want to piggyback on their reputation. Don't be the person who puts the pig into piggyback. Think about that. Make sure that your content fits their topic and their quality level. And frankly, make sure it's not a piece of trite crap, which so many articles are. Leading by being authentic. Yawn. Not only is it trite, but actual leadership research says that it's flat out wrong. Read the book Leadership BS by Jeffrey Pfeffer if you want details. Now, is this a high bar? Of course it is. That's why it's called work. You're asking for access to someone else's audience and reputation. You have to earn that. And you don't get it just because you think you're a wonderful special snowflake. You actually have to be a wonderful special snowflake, which is really quite difficult. But you don't deserve to be retweeted if you're trying to pass off commodity sludge as fine art. If you don't make the grade, you need to step up your game. Which brings us to mistake number nine, asking someone to work for free. If you want someone to write for your publication, pay them. Asking for free content because you don't have your own ideas, knowledge, or frankly, anything of worth to offer the world sucks. 
And by the way, using their incoming web form for business inquiries to ask them to work for free makes you look unprofessional. And by unprofessional, I mean it makes you look like a rank amateur. Emphasis on the rank. You expect to be paid for doing your worthless commodity non-valuable job. The idea that you would ask someone who actually does produce something of value to work for free simply underscores your own lack of moral worth. If your business can't afford to pay the people who produce its value, it's not a business. It's a hobby that depends on exploitation. It, and everyone involved with it, deserves to fail. Flame off. Ah, rest easy, listeners. I'm back to my friendly, happy-go-lucky self who sees nothing but the best of intentions and the deep shared humanity that makes all of us worthwhile human beings. The more that people sell products and services through inbound email sales, the more that the recipients get overloaded. And the more they're overloaded, the harder it is to get their attention. So weirdly, we're moving back to the world of educated, high-touch sales. Customize your incoming email to show that you know who this person is, why they would want your product, and how they'll benefit. Don't offer content that isn't super valuable and valuable to them, and provide that value immediately. Write well. Listen to Grammar Girl. Use the appropriate incoming channel. Respect their audience, respect their reputation, and pay for the valuable work that you receive. This is Steve Robbins. Follow Get It Done Guy on Twitter and Facebook. I run programs to help people have extraordinary lives, extraordinary careers, and build an extraordinary foundation of amazing, awesome skills. If you want to know more, visit steverrobbins.com or join my personal mailing list by texting Get It Done to 33444. And you'll also get a free copy of my secret book chapter on how to build relationships that help you succeed. Work less, do more, and have a great life. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring. Full throttle is half the fun. Where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.